hello and welcome to the Hilarious Youth Podcast, featuring stories performed by kids for kids. I'm your host, Philip Laurent, and today we present our first story, The Circus of Extraordinary Talents. We begin with a question. On when and whether to stand out or to fit in. It's a question our characters might be asking themselves as they vie to create circus acts that highlight their own individual talents, all while getting along as a group. We'll start off at the circus itself, where we'll meet Susan, a magician, Herb, a giant disgruntled ant, Persnifany Hopscotch, a talking fox with a wild streak, and two dancing hens named Diedrich and Francis in Chapter 1, Starstruck. and fancies of the underworld with Herb, the giant arm-wrestling army ant. Uh-uh! Ooh, do you kids want to arm-wrestle the ant-man? No, I want to see the real animals. Come on, sweetie, it will be fun. Give it a try. This is their first time at the circus. Oh, perhaps they fear being... <clears throat> Beaten by an ant? Oh, you hear that, kids? I'm not afraid of being beaten by some weirdo in an ant costume. I just want to see something exciting, like a tiger. Or something gross, like a worm bath. Well, I wouldn't want to disappoint you. Her? Do I have a challenge? Oh, my goodness. That's not real, right? Oh, I'm real. Now, who wants to arm wrestle? We'll stop at the next one. Weak links. Easy now, Herb. That's going to take some time to warm people to the idea of arm wrestling a six-foot-tall ant. Isn't that just like people? Always afraid of anything more powerful than they are. Herb, fear is what drives people through our circus. You really shouldn't take it personally. There you go again. Sorry. I'm an ant. Right. Not a person. I know. So I don't take things personally. Bad choice of words. Persephone to Susan. We got a problem in the hen house. 10-4, Persephone. I'm on my way. Okay, I gotta go to the hen house. The booth is yours. Sorry again. Apology accepted. I'm here. What's going on now? Dedrick and Francis are refusing to go with the act. We feel that Persephone is hogging the spotlight. She keeps jumping out early and it's making it really hard to finish our routine. You got the mime thing, you got the juggling eggs. I jump out early because people want action. Action? You're chasing us around like a wild animal. This is supposed to be an act, not a real hunt. Sorry, I'm excitable. She's the fox in the hen house. I tried to explain that to them, but they're being very difficult with me. Remember, it's about the relationship between the three of you. There's plenty of spotlight to share. What was that? It 
like a meteor. It actually kind of hurt my ears. Are you all okay? I'm okay. It ruffled. Susan, come in, Susan. This is Herb. Did you guys see that? We saw it, all right. What do you think that was? Unclear. Whatever it was, it sure did make a lot of noise. Chapter 2 The Visitor Are you tired of having the same old face every time you look in the mirror? Do you want to experience the wonder of new expression? Then it's time for you to face the day. This again? We've got hundreds of faces to choose from. Isn't it time you choose you? Hello? Is this Persephone Hopscotch? Speaking. I don't know if you remember me. We met only once when we were still baby fox pups. I'm your cousin, Zoe. Oh, a cousin? Yes. I got your number from my mother. I've been meaning to call you for some time. I am coming through town, and I was wondering if you'd like to meet up. Well, I don't see why not. You say we're cousins? Indeed. Second cousins. So does that mean our... That means your grandmother and my grandmother were born in the same litter. Interesting. Well, how about you come my place to... Hold on, Zoe. Someone's at the door. Can I... Zoe? Now we visit the home of Susan, who's trying to catch up on a little rest and relaxation in Chapter 3, How Work is Never Done. Ah, finally, a day off from the circus. Ah, look at all of my plants! When did you get so sad and droopy? Gracious, Lupo! Lupo! What's going on with the garden here? I know, Lupo, but there won't be any peanuts to reward you with if you don't water the plant. No, no, I'm not mad at you. You're still a very good helper. Oh my goodness, what's this? Ants! Disgusting! Hey now, watch what you say. Oh, Herb, I didn't see you there. Lupo let me in. Look at all these beautiful ants. Working hard or hardly working. I'm just kidding, little buddies. Listen, Susan, I want to talk about my booth. Oh boy. The guests are really not into arm wrestling a giant ant. And honestly, I'm not really into arm wrestling people. It takes more strength not to crush their puny little hands once I get going. Okay, well, don't do that. It would be fair since, you know, that's how humans treat ants all the time. Herb, too negative. It's our day off. You're right. Besides, I'm not here to complain about humans. Too easy and far too human. Herb. All jokes aside, I had a new idea for a booth. Yeah, can you hand me those hedge clippers over there? Thank you. Get this. It's a hall of mirrors, but inside an anthill. Mm-hmm. It'll be like a maze. An ant maze for people. I love it. Shh, Herb, do you see that? Look at that. 
the deer. Oh wow, I've never seen so many at once. Some kind of migration? I don't know if deer migrate. Butterflies? Yes. Deer? I don't know. And now we're back at the circus, where an enterprising face salesman named Jacob Wutama has set up an unlicensed merchant stand in the parking lot. It's quite the spectacle, so it's no surprise that it's caught the attention of at least one curious newcomer in Chapter 4, The Standout. Faces here! Faces! Familiar faces for sale! Faces, you say? That's right. They're comfortable and easy to clean. Interesting. You're thinking, I swear I've seen this face before, but where? I'm not really the type to ever forget a face. Well, you probably have, and just don't no, remember. I can't say that's ever happened to me. I like that. I like that attitude. Hey, Oops. what are you doing here? I gotta get going. I thought I told you to scram. They're about that. I'm leaving. Unbelievable. He's always showing up and trying to sell his wares in our parking lot. And if we let him stay, people think he's involved with the circus, which he is not. He didn't bother me. That's a good thing. I'm for Sniffney. Very nice to meet you, for Sniffney. I'm Arania. Well, Arania, welcome to the Circus of Extraordinary Talents. We're an all-animal circus, except for Susan. She's only a human. Let me show you around. That's the hen house, where I perform. Sounds like the hens are really enjoying themselves. I'm back! Hey, Cousin Zoe! Well darn, that old tortoise didn't walk the entire woods with that bird's nest on its shelf. And he says to me, Well, I figured if I was running so far behind, I may as well be fashionably late. <laughs> and I must admit, he was quite fashionable. Hey, what's going on here? Persephone, Zora was telling us about a fancy dinner party the forest animals held in her honor. Fancy dinner party? In the woods? Woods? Please, it's called the forest. Who is she? This is my cousin Zoe. Zoe, this is Arania. I met her in the parking lot. A human, we aren't ready for customers yet. What do you mean, we? Oh, we don't have to tell you. Our cousin Zora will be joining us for performance tonight. I hope that's okay with you, Persephone. Okay with me? I'm surprised it's okay with the hens. Normally, all I hear is, less fox, less fox, more hen. Well, we were so moved by her poetry and stories that we figured, what's the harm in having an extra fox at the hen house? Hmm, I guess. Chapter five. Showtime. Oh, 
me? Yes, you. Come down here to the floor. Would you agree that you are extraordinary? I suppose there might be some things about me that are extraordinary. Well, I believe you are. Of course, I believe all are extraordinary. But that is a problem, isn't it? Does that not make the extraordinary quite ordinary, indeed? I've never thought about it that way. What's your name, Traveler? I'm Orania. Be bold as I turn Orania into a... But the audience loved it. Pretty cool, huh? Who are you real? I told you! I'm Arania. Arania? Whatever you did back there was indeed impossible. You saw it with your own eyes. Doesn't that make it possible? Not that kind of impossible. I mean, it was real magic. Have you ever worked for a circus before? This was my first time at a circus. Well, my friend, how would you like the job? A job, eh? I like that very much. Wonderful! With the addition of Arania's shapeshifting to Susan's magic act, and Persnifany's charismatic cousin Zoe to the hen house, we turn our attention to Herb, who's overseeing construction on the giant anthill he's building as a circus attraction in Chapter 6 team meeting. Now to the right a little bit. Great. Now lower it. Slowly. Slowly. I said slowly. Now watch where you're stepping. No, behind you. Oh, no. Clear the area. This is awful. Herb, is everything okay in here? Look, 40 of my workers smushed. I vowed not to lose any more ants to this project after the horrible incident with the root beer. Root beer? There was a spill yesterday. I figured, what's the harm in letting them have at it? Then it started to dry and it got stickier and stickier, but they couldn't resist. I didn't find them until it was too late. But. You can't ask them to leave. They do what they want. Live and learn. How's everything going otherwise? Great, as you can see, the anthill is almost fully functional. Still installing the mirrors, which now that I think of it, would have been a lot easier to do first, then build the anthill around them. Live and learn. Live and learn. I want you to meet our new members. Gather round, everybody. I want to give a cheer to Zoe. And Arania. It was our most profitable night all year. As a special thank you. Here you go, Francis. All right. For Sniffany. Hey, thanks, Susan. Arania. 
Thank you. Uh, there was money in that envelope. You just ate. Delicious. There was money in that envelope. It was delicious. Thank you. Before we move on to the second half of our story, let's take a moment to refresh our memories. Previously on the Circus of Extraordinary Talents. What was that? It looked like a meteor. A human, we aren't ready for customers yet. What do you mean, we? It's a hall of mirrors, but inside, an anthill. Faces here, faces. Familiar faces for sale. I suppose don't. Maybe some things about me that are extraordinary. I mean, it was real magic. Chapter 7. Z is for Zoe. The face. We spend our days trying to live up to its potential. Other times, we rebel against the rules it sets for us. And for all this endless dance, the ones we see least of are our own. I'm Jacob Utama, founder and CEO of Face the Day. We've got hundreds of familiar, customizable, and easy-to-clean faces to choose from. Isn't it time you choose you? Face the Day. Face the Day. Hmm, interesting. I'm home. Oh, hey, for Snoopy. Whoa, Zoe! What do you do to the place? I just thought I'd tidy up a little bit. Tidy up? What was wrong with it the way I had it? It's not that there was anything wrong with it. I just thought maybe you didn't want the leaves and sticks all over the floor, so I put them in a vase. Vase? What good do they do in a vase? Where am I supposed to sleep? Don't tell me you were using the leaves as a bed. Not a bed. Bedding. You're telling me you came all this way only to sleep in a pile of leaves in your own house? Persniffany, we are going to fix you up with a nice bed. No, 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 no. I don't do beds. I do bedding. You don't know until you try one. I was the same way. In the forest, it would be ridiculous to want a real bed, but we aren't in the forest anymore, are we, Sniff? Did you just call me Sniff? It's short for Sniffity. It's a cute nickname. Well, sorry, but I don't like it. Oh, it's good. What are you eating over there? There's eggs. It's good. What are you doing? Those are mine! I'll get more. Persniffany, they're not snacks! What? I'm raising them to hatch! Since when do foxes raise bird eggs to hatch? I've been carrying them with me for weeks! Well, you probably should have mentioned that before you left them on the counter. I didn't think I had to tell you not to eat them! Well, I didn't think you were running a bird sanctuary over here, so... That's the hens. The hens? What are they doing here? 
Hey, Dedrick. Hey, Francis. What are you guys up to? Hey, Persephone. We came to work on a routine with Zoe. Hi, you two. Hey, Zoe. Nobody told me there was going to be a rehearsal today. It was kind of a last-minute idea, a dance piece. It didn't really seem like something you'd be interested in. Yeah, we know you're not into that artsy-fartsy stuff. Oh, well, by all means, dance the day away. Bye, then. Catch you later. Meanwhile, Susan and Lupo are nervously awaiting Arania's arrival to a business meeting at their home in Chapter 8, Strictly Business. Lupo! Lupo! <gasps> I've got the greatest news! We've got a real star on our hands. She knows magic! <laughs> yes, real magic! I know! Uh, you know, uh, we're not friends. I mean... <laughs> You know me. I don't care about that kind of stuff. I'll make friends when I'm ready to make friends. Look, can we finish this conversation later? She's coming over, and I really don't want her to know you're talking about her. That's her. Just go all back. No, actually, stay here. She might think it's cool. Hey, Arania! Hello, Susan. Thanks for having me over. Of course. <gasps> What's that? Ah, uh, yes, this is Lupo. Lupo, this is Arania. Lupo, I'm Arania. May I? Yeah, he's friendly. <clears throat> uh, wait, 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 wait. Ah, Lupo. Huh. Can I get you anything to drink? Some lemonade, perhaps? That sounds very lovely. I gotta say, Arania, the stuff you do is really very special. I think your magic could actually change the way we do business altogether. Business? I... You probably don't care about that. Here's your lemonade. Ooh! Thirsty, huh? It's fresh squeezed, um... Um... Okay... Delicious! Now we head back to the circus grounds, where Herb has just completed construction on his giant anthill in Chapter 9, The Face-Off. Nobody gets a dumb like an end with his eyes on the prize. If only the rest of the colony could see this. This one's for you, little comrades. Big Herb's Hill of Mirrors. Oh, that's catchy. The queen would be so proud. Excellent work, Herb. <gasps> Utama! What are you doing here? Right now, I'm admiring the work of nature's most industrious creature. <laughs> Your flattery won't work on me, Wutama. Ant's code, never fall for a compliment. Of course, it's an impressive hill nonetheless. Although if it were up to me, I would have called it Big Herb's Mound of Mirrors. Ah, he's right. 
That is a better name. What do you want from me, Wuchama? I'm just here doing my job, selling faces. You ever considered trying one out? What? Going human? Yeah! Do you not see that I'm a proud ant? Making do? Nay. Thriving in extremely challenging circumstances? But imagine what you could do. The strength and determination of an ant with the face of a human. You're already the right size. You think humans will ever feel fully comfortable around a six-foot-tall ant? I like making them uncomfortable. If you ask me, most of them are too cozy as it is. Aww. They haven't had it that easy. I've been watching them. Watching them since before they were humans. Sometimes I feel like they are only now starting to figure things out. Not like a sense. 120 million years and counting. The world keeps changing, but you ain't stay the same. Well, you don't fix what ain't broken. Some of the best human ideas were actually ant ideas first. Buildings? Ants did it first. Fair enough. The telephone? We call it the pheromone, but it's pretty much the same thing. Domestication? Ants figured it out first. Look it up. Although, to be really fair, the humans were doing just fine until they teamed up with horses and cows. What do you have against horses? The hairstyle. Too radical. Way too radical. So, let me ask you, Herb, and I don't want to be rude, but I'm honestly curious. Here it comes. You're a proud ant in every way, except you're six feet tall. I don't understand. Okay, end of conversation. It's an honest question. Most ants are really small. I said end of conversation. This isn't face the day commercial, okay? Most of us get what we get, and we don't get upset. You seem upset. Get out. Get out of my anthill. Sorry about that. I'm leaving. Nobody will ever feel comfortable with a six-foot-tall ant. Doesn't anybody ever worry about my comfort levels? We do. My ant friends. Hey there, little buddies. Hey, What are you all doing here? Somebody dropped a glob of jelly outside, so we came a-swarming and realized we were standing at the entrance of Big Herb's giant anthill. You mean the colony knows about my anthill? Of course we do, Herb. You're the most famous ant in the world. We even have a saying. You don't have to be big to be big like Big Herb. Just work hard and believe in each other. That's right. Well, that makes me feel much better. We're glad to hear that. But we're not here just to make you feel better. We need your help. But... I'm kind of busy. Uh, ants code. Anything for my fellow ants? With Herb and his aunt friends on their way into the woods, we turned our attention back to Zoe, Diedrich, and Francis, who are rehearsing a graceful piece of choreography in Chapter 10, Birds of a Feather. With me! One, two, three, one, two, three, and Diedrich, you're barking! 
It helps me keep count. You need to do it a little more quietly, please. This is a serious dance. Sorry, that was me. Okay, let's just take a moment to get the bok bok out of your systems. So I want you to take a nice deep breath in and out. Okay, from the top then. One, two, three, one, two. Francis! 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 Sorry, it's a nurse thing. I do when I'm nervous. Okay, let's try something different. Is there a dance we can maybe warm up with? Something that makes you less nervous? Would you have a favorite? Francis, would you like to take the lead? I would be honored. <clears throat> While the dance goes on, the ants lead Herb deeper into the forest in Chapter 11, The Discovery. <laughs> Almost there! So there's no way you guys could just tell me where it is and then catch up with me later? But Herb, that would ruin the surprise! It's just that I feel like we're moving kinda inch by inch here. We're clocking nine body lengths per second. That's the equivalent of 30 miles per hour for someone your size, Herb. Well, I think that's exactly my point. Hey, we got a pinecone in the way up here. Over or around? Oh, okay, uh, around. Roger that. Going around it. Here, I'll just move it out of the way. There you go. Oh, Mr. Strong Guy, huh? Better save that strength, Herb. We're gonna need it. <laughs> Smell that? We're here. Feast your eyes, Herb. Oh my gosh, what is that thing? Some kind of merry-go-round? Unclear, Herb, we thought you would know. Yeah, you're the one who knows all about the human world. That doesn't look like anything from the human world. Well, whatever it is, it's delicious. Go ahead, taste it. Oh my gosh, it's covered in sugar. It's covered in sugar. We've got to get this back to the anthill. Can you help us lift it? Help you? This is what I was born to do. To the anthill. With their newfound bounty, the ants head back to the circus grounds, where we find Persniffany on the verge of an uncomfortable realization of her own in Chapter 12, The Showdown. <sighs> Cousin Zoe and her fancy dance piece. I couldn't be artsy. Hey, what? Herb, 
What are you doing? Hey, Persephone, get a load of this thing. The ants found it in the woods. I think it's some kind of merry-go-round. Wait, you found that in the woods? Uh-huh. And it's a feast of a lifetime. Her. That's no merry-go-round. That's a flying saucer. Flying what? That's a spaceship, Herb. That's what crashed into the woods the other day. Oh. Wait a minute. That was the night before my cousin Zoe mysteriously showed up at my doorstep. Oh my gosh. My cousin Zoe is an alien. Okay, okay, enough. I can't take it anymore. Let's get back to business. Stop right there. Hey, Persephone. Hey, Persephone. Oh, hey, Persephone. Hey, Cousin Zoe, if that's your real name. What? Did you think we wouldn't find out? Find out about what? I think you know what I'm talking about. If you're jealous about our dance, just say so. I am not talking about the dance piece. Dedrick, Francis, Zoe is not my cousin. In fact, she's not a fox at all. She is an alien! An alien? I've never been so offended in my life. What is all this yelling about? Persephone accuses me of being an alien. She is an alien. What kind of fox raises robin eggs to hatch? And what kind of fox prefers beds to piles of leaves on the floor? Not any fox I've ever met. Zoe, is this true? Of course it's not true. Don't believe me? I've got proof. Bring it out, Herb. We found your spaceship. And it is delicious. Oh, don't eat that. Stand back, Rania. This is extraordinary. No, enough. Your cousin Zoe is not the alien. I am. I thought you were nice. That's right. I'm from outer space. That's my spaceship. But why is it so tasty? Because it's coated in a protective layer of digested sugars and minerals. Watch. Oh, gross. It's not gross, it's maintenance. That's why I came to your planet. But if you're an alien, that means your shape-shifting isn't impossible at all. Of course not. Everyone on my planet can shape-shift. For us, it's ordinary. But I thought you were magic. Oh, Susan, just because something's not impossible doesn't mean it's not magic. That does. Look, I've been all over the galaxy. Most of it is empty. And when I do find something interesting, it's usually clouds of gas or chunks of metal. Most of it is either burning hot or freezing cold. But here, you've got all of that, plus plants, foxes, ants, music, cotton candy, lemonade, even lupos. It's one of the most magical places in the universe, and you still have a hard time believing it. Hey, she's right. Wow, thanks, Serenia. All in a day's work. Well, I better get going. I've got a lot of exploring to do, and my spaceship is starting to get moldy. Farewell, Earthlings. Bye-bye, Serenia.
You know what? Lupo was right. Arania is my friend. That was awesome. Zoe, I'm sorry I accused you for being an alien. I won't be upset if you want to take my spot in the hen house. Take your spot for Sniffany? I wouldn't dream of it. Besides, the hens really only want to do one dance. Here goes nothing. our show. We produce all of this work as part of our class Stories in Stereo, and the characters in this story were performed by the students who created them. Those students are Anuka, Clayton, Gabriella, Jane, Miranda, and Tannis. Be sure to check the show description for more detailed credits. And of course, if you would like to be a part of one of our productions, we would love to have you on board. So check out hilariousyouth.com programs to sign up for one of our classes. I'm Philip Laurent. Thank you so much for listening.